Hello. All right. Episode 15. Is it not 14? I don't know. <laughs> it's We're getting up there now. We're going to yeah. lose count. <laughs> yeah. If we're losing count yeah, at we're 15, just... then we've fucked it. New episode. New <laughs> episode this week. Yeah. So um, this week, what are we talking about? Cults. Cults. I feel like that's something we've delved into slightly. We've dipped our toes. Yeah. Even last week with the... um. The, the Maharishi David Lynch donut cult. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about him anymore. Oh, what? We're not going back into the donut <laughs> not cult? Not at all. Oh, it's fuck. a whole episode, that. and It's not an episode I want. <laughs> that's, that's next episode. <laughs> okay, cults. So um, let's see where this goes. So we're going to just go through the general public's idea of a cult. Okay. So the dictionary version isn't the same as like what it's known in like common knowledge. Right. In dictionary, it's about religion and stuff, which it's most of them are. Yeah. But it kind of ends there. But um, what I've got is a cult is a group or movement held together by a shared commitment to a charismatic leader or ideology. It has a belief system that has the answers to all of life's questions and offers a special solution to be gained by only following the leader's rules. That's yep. that's the that's the rules we're running with today. That is literally like bang on to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say the only bit that was um, slightly strange to me is the bit where it answers all the questions. Do they all do that? So not all of them, but it's, it's more it's more the fact that like if one of the members has a questions, the chances are the leader of the cult will just make up some bullshit or just have yeah, the answer yeah. that they that's, want. That's the whole thing to being part of the charismatic yeah, leader. Yeah. Part of you what makes him charismatic yeah. is that he has all the answers for stuff. And that, so, that's why like I feel like a lot of vulnerable people get drawn into it because oh, these we're gonna, people yeah, we're gonna get into that, need yeah, answers. Um, so I don't know if you know much about cults, but they're still around. People are still are. in cults yep. and stuff. Definitely. The ones that are still going on now are very secretive, so you don't really know much about them. So yeah. what we're going to go through is like cults that have been like bust open and like yeah. the ones where like the, the leaders have like gone to jail or died or, good, good. you know, there's a really bad one later on. It's, it's harrowing. We're going to jump into the first one, which is called do it, do it. Uh, Nexium. Not heard of it. No, it's that, that's good. That's good. Um, So Nexium is spelt really weird. It's spelled N-X-I-V-M. I don't okay. know why, but that's why it's spelt. And it's run by a guy called uh, it. It's guy. It's run by. It's run by a guy. It's run. It's run by a guy called Keith Rainier. Keith. Keith Rainier. He's not. A charismatic How is he charismatic? <laughs> no, already. I'm not having that. Um, but he started it in 1998, and uh, it's. Uh, he positioned the group as like a self-help organization with like workshops and classes. Sounds on nice. empowerment in empowerment and in like how you help yourself obviously and you know how to feel better about being yourself sounds good yeah so across like north oh by the way you'll find a lot of these are in north america <laughs> in, a, in across north america it gained about eighteen thousand um followers by the year 2017 why uh-huh. just because he was he was really charismatic just people liked him people thought his like workshops were really good and stuff like that oh wait did you say 2017 yeah 
guess that did take him like almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, so maybe in 20 years, we'll have a few thousand yeah. listeners on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> um, fucking 400. So everyone thought that it was a self-help group. And I was like, ah, oh, they're only going there for their self-help workshops and classes and stuff. It yeah. turns out, um, so just after like 2017, a former member came forward and just like exposed Nexium for what it was. Apparently, there was like abusive practices going off within a secret society, like within Nexium, okay. and that's what Good was stuff. key for years. Like that's that was his plan from the start, basically. Ah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask that. So women re- were recruited under the false pretense that they were joining like a sisterhood. Oh, that's where this is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it ended up being a sex cult. Yeah, it's the rape cult. Yeah, yeah. Best thing is, it was a pyramid scheme. (laughs) What existed within the group? (laughs) So the this pyramid scheme, like it was like a hierarchy basically, and um, so Rainier put himself at the top of the hierarchy, and then he had members who he called vanguards. These vanguards were like masters, like who uh, recruited other women to the okay. secretive group and at the bottom the newest recruits which were the ones that the masters got got were referred as slaves so you know oh right so they're not <laughs> they're not trying to dress that up in any way are they no no so no he's, no he's like so, the head guy they've got vanguards and masters and just slaves so within this so obviously nexium was like the front and it was like self-help come and help yourself and it was like yeah actually would you like to join a sisterhood which is actually a pyramid scheme <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of genius. You think about it, Rax. If you've got this cult where you're you're the leader, and these people will literally, by design, do anything you want them to. Pretty much, yeah. Why not make some bank off of it and use something like a pyramid scheme? Like, why not? If they're going to listen to you about the sex cult, yeah. they're going to listen to you about the pyramid scheme. So you may as well make money. No, the pyramid literally... scheme was the sex cult. So I think they're just using the pyramid scheme as another word for hierarchy. Right. So, oh, I thought you were literally saying No, they saying weren't going like... out and telling them to sell things. Like... Oh, right. That's a good idea, though. Actually, it's quite that, a good like, idea. Cause as if they wouldn't. It's like, oh, I know we're a sex cult, yeah. but I've just got this like special grape juice from the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> if you can flog these, <laughs> flog three, you get to keep a whole like 3%. No, no. Right? No. I'll take the 97 and then... You know, you're making a bit of money and you're helping me out and I'm your leader. They'll definitely say yeah, yes they to would that. Do. And then he can make the cult his full-time job. And that was his full-time got... job. He got money from them and stuff. Oh, like, the self-help right. classes was like the money that he got. Oh, so it was a pyramid scheme. He just wasn't selling anything like tangible. He was just selling hope. the cult he was selling hope <laughs> oh god even uh, more genius yeah, that's like, that is, that that's he's, like he's quite 100% a genius, profit yeah. on nothing but his time which is <laughs> clearly he's got a lot invaluable of. <laughs> apparently um so a former member came towards like a major news outlet and said like what happened basically so when you first admitted into this secret club um, you had to give your master, so the person who induced you, naked uh, photos and like other compromising documents, so they could be used as blackmail. So you were willingly giving over like like pornography and like why, why compromising evidence, so you could get blackmailed. It was just one of the it was just one of the conditions you needed to like fulfill. But what's what's it was so what if you ever gain? told anyone about the group, thing, no, I understand she could just, that. But... They could just be like, "No, nah, she's a whore. Look, she she's done yeah, it." Yeah, but uh, why don't all the people at that point just go, "Oh, no," and just walk away? Because obviously they've been brainwashed into this like self help thing, 
And obviously they think ah, this Rhaenyra is like okay. a really good guy. And, you know, these masters are just like, you know, just in case we don't really want this getting out, you know, if you're all right, just to give us like some evidence, you know, and then... It's, you know, imagine they yeah. dressed it up a yeah, bit better yeah, than obviously. That, Well, yeah, I'm not a cult leader, so... Not that they probably <laughs> needed to dress it up. I imagine they'd have easily no. got away with that. But. She was... Uh, this woman was also told that another part of the initiation process was getting a small tattoo, which, you know, it's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, part of a part of a group, part of a, a fraternity, like sisterhood. Okay. You get a tattoo. Um, but instead of a tattoo, the new members Brand. were actually told to undress and the master... Um, were branded them yeah, with it. hot pokers and uh in the shape of what? Rainier's initials. So classic, it was uh um, classic egotist. Yeah, so not even KR. a cool not even a cool symbol, no, just KR. His fucking initial. Yep, so ridiculous. literally like I don't know, not really proof, but like something that links yeah. it to him slightly. So uh, yeah, um, genius man. Yeah. Well done. Guess where they branded him as well? Um I don't know. Brand him on a fucking Titty or something. Uh, no, it's just above the pelvic area, so it's like the midriff, like sort of oh, area. Yeah, okay. Um, each woman was also you weren't allowed to get the brand and you weren't allowed to join unless you said these exact words: "Master, please brand me. It would be an honor." And then you were branded, and then you were a part, official part of the cult. That's like that thing where, like, I don't know. He seems like he's trying to like cover his back. Just like, look. They literally, you know, they've consented to it, you know. Yeah. Turns out it ended in a good way, though. A good way? Yeah. So in 2020, literally this year, Rainier was tried in court uh, where more than a dozen women from his cult, like past members, had come forward and, like, give statements on, like, his psychological and, like, sexual abuse to him. Brilliant. Um, he was convicted for like shitload of crimes, like racketeering, child pornography, sex whoa, trafficking. Whoa, 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 I'm getting whoa, whoa, to the child whoa, whoa, pornography whoa. bit. Don't worry. <laughs> God, no, tra- I thought because this is the first one you brought up, it was going to no, be a no, bit no, more no. tame. So the child pornography links in because uh, a 15 year old came forward and told them about it. Oh. I think it was one of the uh, one of the quote unquote master's daughters that oh, had been induced. Yeah, it's fucked in it. Um, Renee was sentenced to life in prison in America, which actually means life. Apparently, like, he wrote to his lawyers and said, uh, I'm not sorry for my conduct or my choices. So this guy was just like, yeah, this that's cool. Yeah, take me to prison. I don't care. He knew I'm he not was sorry. fucked at that point. He knew it. Oh, yeah, of course he was, yeah. He may as well go down as a fucking at least believing <laughs> yeah. what he did and not be like, you know cool in the memory of his shitty followers yeah so what then maybe one of them will take over his fucking legacy and carry on his disgusting cult maybe Hopefully but not. i think it, i think it got disbanded mostly because <laughs> it's like fucking team rocket <laughs> <laughs> giovanni's left and they're like gen 2 like no 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 we can still do this we can still do this and like give it up it's over <laughs> keith's gone he's keith's keith's gone he's in prison he's gone um so obviously it happened recently so there's always a chance that it could still be going on they just got smarter about like hiding it because obviously these masters quote-unquote masters would have just taken keith's place but also there was a lot of like i read a bit into it i didn't read too much into it because this is quite a bit this is going to be a big episode anyway but i read a bit into it and apparently like these masters were like sexually like involved with keith as well like the, the males. males yeah they okay. like re- depended on like keith to make decisions for them and stuff and that's why Cringe. they just did anything. That's why that guy, like, give his daughter in. Because Cringe. he was just like, yeah. So, Not because he's gay, but <laughs> no. because he's a paedophile. Paedophile. 
and, and he abused his daughter yeah. probably um very cringe yeah um so that's that's the kind of vibe we're going for this episode that's the first one i expected nothing less <laughs> um but i do actually expect more going forward yeah yeah you should um so the second one i'm going to talk about is a place called angel's landing oh that sounds amazing yeah yeah, well, no. Obviously, uh, it's not. It <laughs> so, good. Angel's Landing is a is the name of a twenty acre compound inside, uh, just outside of Wichita, which is in Kansas, where a guy called Lou Castro had a small group of people. His name's what? Lou Castro. Lou Castro. Yeah, it's quite quite a nice name actually. It's I thought his name cool was name. Luke Astro. No, it's a uh, Lou Castro, which I thought was quite a cool name. And yeah. uh, just like a small group of people lived. It, like a, a really ridiculous extravagant life uh in this little compound in the early 2000s um so basically like the cult side of it is castro's followers were just absolutely convinced that he was an angel and a seer which is like someone who can look into the future and right. apparently like you could go to this luash this i'm just gonna call him castro you could go to castro and he'd just be like um yeah you you're gonna die in like 2028 and he could tell you how you were gonna die and stuff apparently um so like the local fo- law enforcement took like a massive um interest in castro because he just kept driving around in like really like luxurious vehicles and stuff and like nobody could explain where the money was coming from like literally no one classics and uh, yeah exactly and they started getting an idea of it because in 2003 um one of the members of the community uh turned up dead in the compound also they knew about his compound yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it. Everyone knew about it because they were like, "Why are they like?" There's no paper trail for this guy. Why are they? Why is he so rich? Okay, yeah. And uh, basically, this woman called Patricia Hughes was the. She died on this compound in 2003, um, and then in 2006, Patricia's husband died in like a freak accident. And then, like, a local detective was like, um, "All right, this is getting a bit weird." So they looked into yeah. like personal and financial information, and all he could find. Uh, on people living in Angel's Landing was that uh, they'd all have they'd all had like really expensive life insurance policies taken out on them. <laughs> so um, all these people in like Castro's like close circle had cashed in when these members of like their makeshift like um, like cult family died, or like because obviously they'd all die like accidentally. Like it's like fucking hot fuzz. Yeah. Honestly, it was like. <laughs> it's like <laughs> tripped and fell on her own shears like it was mad everyone was just going like oh it's, it's just an accident oh he died tragically oh you know she fell into like a pit and stuff like that and this pattern occurred like every two and a half years because these like insurance policies were so huge because castro had put like a load of money into him into these insurance policies that when yeah. he got it back it was like nearly like double or triple the money he was putting into it um but the detective just couldn't find any records on this Castro guy. It was absolutely ridiculous. Well, he's clearly made up in here. He's well, yeah, in 2000, you've called it. In 2010, he just disappeared and he adopted a new identity. And for somehow the FBI got him on, uh, oh, they got him on um, identity fraud. <laughs> they got him on identity, <laughs> no, not identity fraud. They got him on identity theft. Ooh. Um, and uh, fraudulent, fraudulent use of a security uh, 
not a security number. As in America, they call them social security cards. It's like yeah. our, it's like our national, national insurance. insurance yeah. yeah. So they got him on a social security card, and uh, they put him in prison for two years for that for uh, for the fraud. And in while he was in prison, the FBI a, the FBI like discovered that according to I think it was a magazine or like a a, a newspaper or something in Wichita, um, that Lou Castro was really a guy called Daniel Perez. He was a completely made up guy. He was just a guy from Texas, which was linked to multiple police reports, including sex crimes against two girls, eleven and fourteen. Oh, why, why are they all? Why <laughs> just comes out? Of why nowhere? are they all pedophiles? <laughs> it's not even that they're just all pedophiles. It's it's coming out of nowhere. It's like, oh yeah, they've got the I, I, the yeah, crime I thing. They're making money. Da, da, da. Boom! Pedophile. And then he fled Texas, and then obviously went to Wichita and did the whole like insurance life thing. <sighs> so he was murdering people as well, which they they couldn't get him on. Actually, they couldn't get him on the murder because they were complete really? accidents, and literally everyone from his cult were just like, no accidents, it's fine. But in 2005, what I've literally wrote is, in 2005, the bitch got rumbled. Got and rumbled. he's in prison, and he's in prison for life. Got, oh, he got rumbled for the killings? No, he got rumbled for the paedophilia, for the fraud, and for the... Um, I think they got him on one of the murders, because I think he was too sloppy, but I can't be sure. That's, that's why it's like so good, like, justice system in America. Because, like, I can guarantee that they did nowhere near get him for all of the shitty crimes that he did no definitely but not. they didn't fucking need to it makes no fucking difference no, unless they no, were going for some like capital punishment but you know if he's in, in Texas, prison for the rest of his te- life anyway, in Texas, like, they would they were going to try and get him on capital punishment i yeah. mean capital punishment but you're stuck in prison until you die same not, thing isn't it? you're not in society yeah. like you no, know so it's safe whereas like yeah. i feel like here if people just had a few little charges like that stick to them like they could easily be out of jail. How long is a paedophilia like, charge? Like thing in it? I don't think it's very long. I, I think don't it's even like, know. I, I feel like, like people 10, can properly 10, just fifteen years get away with it with like good behavior it's ridiculous and stuff. stuff. Yeah, just... you can get out on good behavior if you're a paedophile. Of course you can. Of course you fucking can. Um, so yeah, paedophile, obviously. Yeah, it's always a paedophile. It's ridiculous, it's... isn't it? I think it's something to do with the power. I think uh, it's got to be on it because obviously cult leaders yeah. are like power hungry and it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So the next one is a cult called the Children of God. First religious one. We needed to have one in here. There's quite a few religious ones saying that. Um, So initially, it was called Teens for Christ. Oh, why? Um, No, don't put the word teens in it. If you say children of God, I don't literally think of children. There's not too much paedophilia. Well, there is actually. I don't know why I said that. Obviously, there is. Um, I wouldn't believe you (laughs) said there wasn't. So you might have heard the Children of God before. I know some people who listen to this have definitely heard of Children of God. Um, so do you know anything about them? No. Good. Not from what so I it was founded in 1968 by a rogue preacher guy called David Berg. Not a cool name. Yeah, quite in a, it down. a place called Huntington Beach in California. And basically what it did is it attracted like young runaways and like hippies. That's why they called it Teens for Christ. Right. And Berg preached like a weird kind of worship that combined the ways of like Jesus Christ and the ways of like the free love movement movement in the sixties. So like, uh, it was like peace and love, uh, but also Jesus Christ. This is getting icky already. Yeah. It's, it's a bit weird. So the group lived in like isolated communes from like the rest of the world. And they were like the pillars of the, the children of God church. 
So they they were like the main places. Uh, members who are mounted, uh, some members are like the communes, um, like mounted up to thousands of people. I think across the world, because this was like a global thing. What the fuck? Yeah, across the world, fifteen thousand members were were like in the the cult at its peak. I don't know yeah. when the peak was, but apparently fifteen thousand members were in it at the peak of it. Um, so the no one in the commune worked. And the children didn't go to school, and like they were completely like free living, like they just they just lived off the earth basically, like proper hippie style. Um, I think a lot of them like, a lot of them were like, uh, like thieves and stuff. They used to like do like petty crimes to right, get money if they okay. ever needed it. Um, the COG, which is Children of God, I'm just gonna call them the COG now. Uh, the COG didn't really believe in like nuclear families either, so like. That mean? They just didn't believe in families, so what any children, mean? right? Any children that they had were grouped together and lived like separately from their parents on the same like commune uh, or the same like air, like piece of land, oh, but they just lived like separately. Uh, yeah, I wonder why that is. Uh, so in the late seventies, <laughs> uh, the COG became notorious for like sexual practices. Um, the guy who made it, his the cult leader's daughter actually described it as religious prostitution okay yeah that's interesting um, so berg the guy who made it obviously berg, berg uh coined the term flirty fishing which what? was basically no. which was what? basically a sexual practice in which the women from the the cult would have sex with men and then like sort of lead them into the cult like like, I love you so much, but you've got to move with me to this commune. And, like, the women, then, ah, then okay. the men would, like, get drawn into the cult and obviously get start being, like, brainwashed by this Berg guy. Um, ah, okay. So that's, like, kind of the opposite of the first yeah, one where they get the worse. men to bring the women yeah. in. Uh, Berg uh, promoted and encouraged the sexual action of children yep, within the COG did. community. Obviously he did. And uh, he manipulated, like, the COG family with, like, sadistic practices, at which point, like, members started to leave the community. And, like, so, like, like large groups were just like, no, nah, this is this is too much. I was all about the sex, but no. Right, so they backed out when it was to do with banging when, kids. No, when when he got into, like, the sadistic stuff. So they were fine with banging kids as long no, as No, they it weren't was... banging the kids. He was just sexualizing children. No, there wasn't any, like... Mean? It wasn't a lot of people... Like, not everyone was banging the kids because obviously people have their own morals, but, like, he was like, oh, no, oh, it's okay. okay. You can do this. And people were just... Some people were like, no, we'll it's be nice, part of the Nice pool. to know it's there, but yeah, yeah. I'll pass. Um, this will surprise you. So the families the family of like uh Joaquin Phoenix were in it Ooh, yeah I think wow. it was like I don't know if it was mum and dad or like close relation but like they were in this cult and they started they left uh, he's kind of a bit of a weird guy he's a it? bit weird like isn't not saying they were in it, it or yeah. anything like that but uh, yeah there was another act really there was an actress guy. called Rose McGowan both of those both of those people grew up in Children of God communes they grew up in it yeah, yeah. oh wow yeah so uh bit mad bit crazy so it's weird some oh. of the some of the cog like former members the members that left um came forward in like the early 90s describing the the environment that like permitted and encouraged like physical and sexual abuse to young children they started like opening up about oh. it uh there was a guy called ricky dupey stupid name he came on to like a talk Very show in 1993 I and, uh, talk shows, man. no it gets worse and, shows. and he got he revealed that um he actually got ordered 
by the group, the group that like the the high up, it's like the, the closer ring, um, to rape a ten year old. Um, he committed suicide. Who could order you to do that? Just it's just because they brainwash you and they're just like, no, you really you do want to do this and you will have to do oh, this so if they, you want to like, stay convinced here. Convinced him you wanted to, and do it was like, yeah, you're gonna have to do this if you want to stay here. And then say, no, then I don't want to stay here. If he was actually against it, well, the fucking creep, the man's a paedophile. I'm not saying nobody can get forced into raping a child. Well, I don't, I, I know that's probably easy for me to say, never been like, in that situation, I but like I'm pretty sure nobody could ever make yeah. any reasonable person do that. I feel like a lot of it is like, obviously, these cults like condition and like brainwashing is an actual thing that happens. And like, they condition and brainwash these people into thinking it's like a, a perfectly valued, like normal thing to do. If this right, guy was in yeah, it from a young yeah. age and they had this fucking Berg guy saying like, oh no, it's okay to have sex with kids. He's probably been, he's probably had sex with adults when he was younger. So the way he sees it is probably, it's completely normal. But obviously he's yeah. come back to like normal community and like society. And he came on this talk show and told people about it. Um, later on, after that talk show, he just committed suicide. Like, but he wasn't like the only God. one. Like, loads of people, Sorry, loads of people from that like commune, like commit like or from the cult in general, committed suicide. Especially um, one of the the big ones was uh, Berg's son, uh, Ricky Rodriguez. Why has he got such a better name than him? I don't know. <laughs> he, he he was sexually abused throughout his life by his father and like the entire group, and just basically took his life. And that's why, you know, don't join a, a cult. It's weird that there's, like, some amount of, like, sympathy there. Yeah. Like, you, you don't want to at all because, obviously, they've done horrible stuff, but at the same time, like, they've literally been conditioned yeah. into it. Well, and they, like... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a gray area. I think it's, the only thing safe for fucked. definite, it's like, is fucked. that guy is an absolute fucking monster yeah, yeah not course. only for doing all that stuff but for just essentially mass producing it yeah yeah of if it was yeah, just yeah. him that was a pedophile there's only so much one man can do but he's literally convinced thousands of people to be pedophiles basically what the fuck yeah so oh my god the guy the leader died in 1994 while he was under like fbi investigation for obviously the soliciting and trafficking of children um, he died or killed himself. No, he died. He just died of old age, I think. Um, the Children of God are still a thing, oh, but they shit. go under the name of Family International, and uh, what they they just they're claiming that all the horrific practices are a thing of the past, which I don't believe. Of course, you're going to say that. Well, of course, why? no, we don't rape kids anymore. Why? Why? Of course, stick you're going to say in that. In the cull, like there comes a point where something just becomes too fucking damaged and yeah. there's, there's That's no point they carrying it they, on they think no changing point. the name is going to work and it, it's, it hasn't people still no, look at this family just, international and just like you're a fucking group of freaks if if I, if there were any good aspects of that cult or anything that they liked about it probably just, the free living bit uh, yeah whatever I, I could see and obviously the community was like, that big it was it could like self like self yeah self-sustain itself aside from all the horrific things i yeah, can yeah. see how that would be interesting to a group of people just make something new just yeah gr- another one ground up just there's no Maybe point just, living yeah. on the reputation why would you want to make connect your yourself commune. to that make your own commune and just and just have the have it as the title we don't rape kids <laughs> that probably yeah 
<laughs> I mean, at that point, you'd just be like, they definitely rape kids. Don't yeah, they? Well, at least people <laughs> would know before they got in there, then wouldn't yeah. they? <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was one of the longer ones, the bad ones. That's um, fuck it. That's such a big one as well, it? like in yeah. terms of like scale. Yeah. 18, what was it, 18,000 people? What a fucking idiot. 15,000 people oh across the world. God. And you, obviously oh, a lot of them have left. You but... just want to fucking yeah. do to that fucking man. Oh, he's dead. You, you, so you, you, can, actually take, just... you can take solace in the fact that he's yeah, dead. Yeah, you say that, and a lot of the time, like, that is true, but with, like, some cases like that, you, you kind of just feel like, no, that's yeah. that's not good enough, is it? Yeah, Him no, just that's... dying, yeah. he's basically just got away with all of that. <laughs> yeah, he probably died with, like, everyone thinking it was okay. Uh, people actually probably mourn him still actually to this day because obviously some of the commune members would have been kids and you know there's probably mourn him because he was like the dad of the commune oh they're breeding more and more generations as well like just damage the other ones at least die out when the cult dies but this is just sustain oh my god that is so bad bit of a famous one here the manson family you've surely heard of the mansons yeah yeah Um, so i don't need to tell you much about charles manston uh the charismatic so, leader isn't he so yeah after like so obviously that's what i was about to say so you don't need to know much about charles manson like after 50 years of all the st- it's been about 50 years now of all the shitty stuff he did he's yeah. still like synonymous with like the word cult leader yeah like he's like the guy you think yeah of. of course he is. either that or the guy who runs the west westboro baptist church which we are going to get into and yeah you know, but he, them Charles two. Charles Manson's bigger. Yeah, definitely. But like, if I think about it, they're the two people I think of, right? So Manson started his group, which was literally called the Manson Family, um, in San Francisco in 1967. Seems to be a lot of them that started in the 60s. Um, she did a lot of bad, that free love movement. Yeah. Not <laughs> saying yeah. it's totally bad, but. Yeah. Fun oh. fact, I don't know if you knew this, but he tried and failed to establish himself as a musician when he moved to uh, LA. He moved to LA to try and start him, start as a musician. He got okay. denied and nowhere, it went nowhere. Oh, and I God. think he kind of kick-started um, this weird obsession he has with the Beatles song, Helter Skelter. Um, he started, yeah, I don't know why, but basically he used Helter Skelter um, to... like he perceived the lyrics they were saying as in like a race he wants like a race war he thought he was starting a race war helter skelter was describing a race war i don't um, i can't remember what that song sounds like i don't want to know about. it sounds horrible it's, it's a song by the beat i mean i imagine so. it's not actually about a fucking well, yeah, race obviously, war is obviously it? using the term he's using like the term helter skelter to describe a race war and he believed um it would ush- usher the apocalypse this hell a skelter race war um why would the beatles know about this who is this i don't know so uh, in august i think they like obviously denied it obviously who wouldn't but in 1969 obviously his group got quite big and um at which point he sent like a group of his followers to a house uh in in america i don't know whereabouts and told them to just kill everyone inside just he basically got together and just went yeah go to this house and kill everyone inside. Some Why? of them were like Why a lot though? of them were celebrities. Why? I think I don't know. Why though? I don't know. Don't, I don't. He just he was mad, obviously. So obviously he'd brainwash these people, and they were like always high, and they were always like taking drugs. Oh, it's just it's such um, fucking. You could do something fucking new. Fucking yeah. hell. So they Getting they old. they killed like a load of like like famous and like well off people. One of them including like this celebrity hairdresser guy. You're right. Um, then, yeah. Oh, you're hard. <laughs> Um, the next night, 
Manson followers then murdered uh, two other people in their home in like a city across from the other one. Um, some people actually think Manson ordered the murders because they thought, because he thought these murders were like specifically picked out because he wanted to kickstart the Helter Skelter concept. He thought like, right, if we kill these people, that'll blow everything up because they were all like famous and well off, like high up people. It'll right. blow up and like, we'll start this Helter Skelter race war thing. No, this yeah. is literally some guy. He's literally picking famous people just so he can get more well, fucking clout from it. Well, some people think one of the house he actually, one of the houses he actually targeted was, uh, it belonged to a music product producer that refused to give him a record deal so everyone thinks that some people are thinking like no it's the hell skeleton some people are like no he just did it because he was fucking what wait so that's confirmed that this was the record label guy that rejected him it was it was because um it was a house that he knew the the producer lived in but i think the the producer had sold the house to another family oh come on who's who's expecting to believe that that's just a coincidence oh yeah that guy that rejected me used to live here but you know i just randomly picked this out fuck yeah. off you fucking loser yeah i know um some other people claim that like the murders were the manson family attempting a copycat murder to get one of their yes. uh friends out of jail as well to like because i think these this friend had been like accused of murdering these people and then they, oh, so they yeah, went to, to copy it out. and be like oh how could it have been yeah, him exactly. if this killer's still at large but, oh brilliant yeah genius yeah. well done no nobody can see I mean, through that he, no, no he, way he no he, he they got him out they sprung him out oh, obviously all yeah. fucking um, backward ass fucking 60s man but obviously people at the time just saw them the murders as the official end of like the free love culture in the 60s because like they're just like how many like how can people do this with all this free love because they were like big believers of like free love stuff and you know they lived in like oh the so they basically just tainted it yeah basically <laughs> it's fucking poison the water you know you know, you know charles manson they got him he got yeah. he got put in prison i can't remember if he got the death sentence or if he just spent his the rest of his miserable life in prison a lot of his a lot of his followers times. were like like cried and like mourned the, the loss of him I would be surprised if he got the death sentence because he didn't actually think, get involved in any yeah, of those. That was he just his ordered whole, them. His whole point, wasn't yeah, he, that yeah. he was just... I think that's how he got away with it quite a bit. He was just like, you can't physically prove I have yeah, exactly. done actually anything. And like, you fucking idiot. That's not how crime works. You don't physically have <laughs> no. to do the thing, you fucking moron. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the Manson family. Obviously one of the most famous ones. I feel like Manson's there. one of the um, those like big famous like you know well he's not technically a serial killer but he's basically a serial killer yeah yeah he's yeah. one of those big famous ones and it's, it's like, like you think a, of charles manson ted bundy like jeffrey Dahmer. jeffrey Dahmer. they're uh, all in the same league the weird and stuff. thing yeah. i was going to bring up about them is that they've all got like their own like serial killer like fan clubs yeah yeah, yeah. these course, huge yeah. corners of the internet where people like where they'll just like draw them in like romantic ways and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they will. And basically just make them actually be like these cute little like anime character guys. Was... They're just like, oh, little Charlie Manson. He's so cute. And then they like they ship them with the favorite serial yeah, killers. Yeah. And it's like, I literally <laughs> saw a, literally saw yeah, somebody on the internet doing videos of like coloring, like a coloring book full of them. And, like, obviously, I think that's romanticizing serial killers, even though it wasn't, like, actually yeah. romanticizing it. But they were, like, it was on TikTok, and they were, like, describing why they're in prison and what they did and, like, why they're called the things they are. Like, 
it's it's a fine line between that interest in true crime yeah. and stuff like that and because like you it. know like is a documentary on Netflix about Ted Bundy romanticizing it the film definitely does like, I think I, the I, film romanticizes it yeah, loads they, they made that Zac thing e- because Zac they Efron. knew it was yeah popular. Zac Efron that casting was, Zac Efron as Ted Bundy was yeah, I know he's supposed to be a charming guy baby. but. You don't. You that's don't the first thing everyone brings up yeah, about him. Like, why? I mean, look well, at Zoe. Everyone's like, oh, Ted Bunny. Yeah, it was charming. No, no, he was a serial killer. Yeah. That's the thing you want to say it's first. Like, He's a serial killer. It's like, look at the Zodiac thing. They never tried romanticizing that. They just gave the facts in like a film. Yeah. Like, the fil- they never said like, oh, they never made him out to be like an attractive guy. They th- what they did is they made him out to look fucking horrible. It's like this fat, horrible cunt that they just like depicted him as. And, you know... It's. I feel like there's there's a very fine line, like you said, between romanticizing a serial killer and putting across the facts, like the Ted yeah, Bundy one. I, I don't mean, believe. It. I don't. I don't agree with it. It was an okay film, like pretty good film, but don't put Zac Efron as the lead. Like that's romanticizing it loads. People who like Zac Efron are watching that and thinking he's so good looking. And by the way, they say like he was like really good looking. Ted Ted Bundy. He's really not. I think he's like super ugly. I won't say he's super ugly. He's but just I mean, not attractive. I don't think he's attractive. For a serial killer, I yeah, think I he's pretty good looking, but it's not like you'd see him in the street and be like, oh, fucking gee. You'd probably just wouldn't <laughs> yes. notice him, yeah, which I, I guess is the point of being a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but fuck me, man. Just. Yeah. Yeah. I think Charles Manson gets a lot of that as well, but he is fuck ugly. So yeah. <laughs> probably doesn't get as he much. Is, he is like <laughs> only a face a mother could love. Like <laughs> probably not even that. Like because look at what he's done. His mother clearly Ridic- didn't well, love him. Obviously not. So I bet you're wondering why there's no game. It's because the episode is so long. We're actually gonna have to cut it in two. So what you've heard now is part one, and part two should be coming out in a week. Yeah. So brilliant that's exactly what you wanted isn't it? that's it two episodes you're welcome cults. you're welcome <laughs> two episodes of pedophiles and crazy people <laughs> basically same thing that's just our podcast so isn't it <laughs> two <laughs> pedophiles oh right yeah i knew you, i knew this was gonna i knew you were gonna say something like that, I can't have that. two I was... two two pedophile incels one theory so yeah we appreciate you listening and we hope to see you in part two yeah we'll see you then for more fucking hideous cult monster men we are sorry so yeah see you later sin a bit no but seriously where are we going we do, it just just come on we'll, we'll see do, when we get we'll there i don't for like 10 minutes and you've just not said anything why, why do you want me to ruin it just enjoy it okay oh, right, it won't right, be long we're fine, literally okay. seconds away okay right, okay right here we are what what is this well what have you why is there so many people here well, it's, uh, right, what? first thing I'll say, right, it's, it's not a cult. This is a cult, isn't it? It's not. You've taken me to a cult, cult. mate. Why have you You're done this? Listening. You're not listening at all. I, just I don't want to be a at a cult. It's not. Yeah, w- me all neither. All right, all right. Not. So why are we here? Right, so as you know, we talk about on the podcast, the world's shit, right? Right. It's terrible. Everyone in it is it's, bad. It's really not that bad. It's bad, everyone. It's, it's bad. We need a fresh start is what I, I'm saying. Th- we cult, need to cult, cult. No, cult, no, cult. we need this to is a cult. reset on everything. This is a cult. I talked about this. This is a cult. It's not. It's not. You'll see, right? I'll, I'll humour you. I'll humour you. Right. What we're all gonna do is we're all gonna kill ourselves. Cults. This is a cult. We're gonna kill ourselves, and you know, it's we're gonna get taken away to somewhere By better. Who? Who's who's taking us away? 
They ourselves! Are We're taking ourselves away! We're no. going to die! Just, it's, it's beyond comprehension. You just have to believe in stuff sometimes, you know? You just believe in something bigger than yourself, you know? That's not cult, is it? I'm speechless. You've, you've brought right, me into here, dark. Here we go. Here we go. You've got to be...